Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Thank you, Lord, this morning for your word. We'll put the word first this year. For the word is Christ, and Christ is the Spirit, and the Father is Spirit. God is Spirit. Those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. So study to work, make yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, you wrote to Timothy, or through Timothy to the church. So we get busy with the word. May your word speak. We put the word first, because it is the foundation of our faith. And then comes correction of our lives. And then comes direction. And then comes progress and finally excellence, achievement, delight. We bless you for this in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. You may all take your seats. Well, what a year we have had up to now. I think it'll be a little bit late here in the middle of January to still say, God bless you this year, but surely God bless you. And um, we hope that you all will have a good time. This has been, I want to say, what a weekend's been for me. And uh, things that I will say and things I may not say. And that is by, I'm not trying to be spooky, but it's just like by commandment. And uh, that commandment is clear. And then instructions that go with it are very clear, direction. So um, I have assignment, task, duty, direction. And so for Maud, that uh, the covenant that we have, she can then, the Bible says, your suitable helper, she takes part of a certain thing, and I take part of certain other things. But um, before all of this happened, I want to be very quick here because I am in a hurry to get to the Word this morning. Like I said, put the Word first. Well, this is all about the Word, and, um, you know... uh, uh, I was uh, in Cape Town for a short period of time uh, with Maud, and I said, okay, fine, we'll just do a virtual Christmas service and we for one Christmas, just be with the, the, the kids down there in the Cape. And um, so they all, we all enjoyed it, and of course, they, don't, they have uh, Reuben, my grandson, Reuben Weitz, has got, um, has got uh, um, huskies. And uh, they are work dogs, and they are extreme high energy dogs. So they got to be taken. And if they go together, they want to be in a formation of what you call mushy, that they run together drawing a sleigh. So you just take one at a time, and the the female gets taken by the ladies. And Reuben, being a young man and uh, quite a powerful athlete, he takes the male and they got anywhere, they got that long beach there by them, very long beach, beautiful on the side of Komiki in the Cape towards the end of uh, the uh, Chapman's Peak. So, uh, you know, I, I decided to go with the woman and I just walked a little bit behind them and I said, Lord, you know what? I know this is not time that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you said come aside for the crowds are pressing and uh, there's always somebody with something new. And I want to just get that out of the way. But um, what you're about to say 
at least give me some form of sign that there is something that I need to give attention to in the year. And with that thought, we left Cape Town on the road. And of course, Ward and I, we swap every two hours, just the discipline we have. And uh, if at most, if we're short way from, let's say, petrol station or gas station, we were going to stop, I'd say, okay, carry on till then, then I'll take, take equal time after that. And so we swap all the time. And then we got to a place called um, uh, Three Sisters, Three Sisters. I always think that's the nicest garage in the whole country. It's just beautiful there. And we, you know, take a break and there's some trees and there are tables and you can relax. And um, I got this thought of, give me a sign. So, um, it's my turn to drive. So I drive. And the next thing, something completely unexpectedly happened. Like in the days of Egypt, you know, the ten plagues. And, uh, you know, there were, there were ten commandments, but there were also ten plagues. Ten commandments if you want to be blessed, ten plagues, if then you don't follow the will of God. And basically, you can connect every plague to that, like in the 613 laws given to Moses, every one of those laws come back to the, let's call it the index or, or the summary of the book of the Torah, which is Ten Commandments. You know, I'm the Lord your God, brought you out of the land of Egypt. You'll have the other God beside me. And uh, I'm walking and I'm thinking, Ten Commandments, Ten Plagues. Look at what you see now. Just take a look. This plague here is the eighth plague. It's a god of Egypt. You well used to be because God judged them. It's a god of Egypt by the name of, of Seth. And what is this god's function? What, was it, what is written in, in uh, the Jewish history? It was of storms, uh, uh, because of plagues, of course, storms because of the disorder of man in his fallen, fallen state, and locusts will be sent, see, as a sign of judgment. So I'm driving, and the most amazing thing, I never seen anything like it my, in my life. I mean, you drive in there, you see lots of birds, not net, nothing, and I'm expecting the windows are going to be covered with, with that, and that switch on the the wipers either, but not a mark on the windshield. We were surrounded with it, like in the picture that you see behind me, or have seen. It looks like it's disappeared again. Now, with that in mind, that's the scene that we're suddenly in. Okay, we drive on, and I'm thinking about the locusts, and I'm thinking, that was like Egypt thing, you know. And uh, that, that surely is because of the disobedience and the idolatry and the fornication and uh, the violence and the murder and uh, the fallen nature of uh, Pharaoh. And uh, Pharaoh is the Egyptian equivalent of king. Um, like we now have president or king. And so, um, you know, we, we, we arrive at, uh, at uh, we decide, let's go through this place called Colesburg. Let's stop at the Kharib Dam for a, for a 
change. So, of course, at that time of the year, nothing is, is open. We finally find a little place which really didn't matter to me because it's a bed in the night and that's it. We go to bed and we sleep. And as we sleep, I, when my, my head hit the pillow, I went in like a, a Genesis 15 in an extremely deep sleep. So unreality became reality. And uh, this God of storms and disorder, the next thing, but before we, we actually went to a little place, we thought we'd just go look at the Kharib Dam. First time in my life I see it at 101% full. And we stand there looking at that wall. Never saw that before, never in all these years. I thought, look at that wall, oh, that's great. Go back, tired, long drive from there, from Cape Town to there. And um, close your eyes, bang. And uh, I become aware, I'm in this, I'm, I, I, I'm not waking up at all for it, but I become aware of a wind, and uh, this wind is so powerful, and I'm thinking, okay, something's going to happen here, and I, I you sort of you become used to it just very quickly, and, uh, and uh, then I, I, I hear huge thunder and lightning, it lights up everything with closed eyes. I become aware of that, and I thought, well, the Lord is certainly talking to me. I mean, the locusts and the storms, that is the eighth plague. And with the eighth plague, you know, um, you know that, that's, that's clearly one, one that says new beginning is the symbolic value of number eight. And so the next morning I wake up, and guess what? There was a storm, didn't know about it. And when I woke up, I just heard a few roofs on, drops on the roof. There was a storm. Next thing we hear, the dam is lifted to 107% in one night. So, you know, you, you, you wonder about that. And I said, what would follow that? And I, I thought to myself immediately, you know, what, what, what's going to follow that? Ten, ten plagues then. Okay, ten commandments, ten plagues uh, is, is just, you know, the end time of the world, a new beginning. This is time for a new beginning with God. Daniel is going to begin soon. And uh, the next thing, I told you about the vision where I saw the earth in darkness. The whole world lies in the sway of the wicked one. The tenth, the ninth commandment is complete darkness. Okay? The tenth plague meant protection by the blood of lambs and exodus from an old life of slavery. But death in Egypt. So I thought of myself on the road before I even get out of starting blocks, locusts, and then this largest dam in the country in one night goes to 107. Now the different reports, but I got as accurate as I got and I found it was 107. I actually made a copy of that. So just save that on computer. But How's that for the biggest dam in the country is raising by that level in one night? So now I know, okay, okay. You better give attention because uh, attention is now in, indeed very, very necessary. So having said all of that, we, uh, we went on and we arrived home and unpacked 
And I just felt in my, in my heart, don't speak to anybody, don't, don't do nothing, just, just be very quiet and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll deal with whatever. And, uh, and without getting into the detail, because I'm not allowed to, I had to get permission for everything even I say here to you today. The word is permission. But then enormous things follow in that night. And um, I'm in this deep sleep with, with a storm, and the next thing I come home, and enormous things that, that, uh, that I begin to see. Uh, it's dark, and I see there's like, in the darkness, there's a light shining. The light's coming in my direction. As the light's coming in my direction, the word flows like letters of fire towards me, just like letters of fire. And uh, I see that. Now, I'm, I'm fascinated with the letters of fire. I'm busy talking. What is what are you talking about? I said, there's light, there's light, there's light. And uh, actually, there is a, a picture of that which I gave to somebody, which is not my, what I saw, but as close as, as possible. Philip got that. It's supposed to be there now. Well, there you have, you see there, the Ark of the Covenant, you have that. You see in the middle of those two angels, that's exactly the vision I had a few times, actually, of the Ark of the Covenant. It's what it looked like, very close to exactly that. And of course, just a picture, but, uh, or a painting, or an artwork. But then I saw stream, the letters streaming towards me, and it's Hebrew, and so I've been familiarized to a point, because nobody knows all of that. And I see this fire, those letters, like you see there, like a stream flowing towards me. And from there, you, I get into such a spiritual mood. My batteries are completely flat because we've just entered the Daniel fight. So flat it couldn't be more flat. Because this is, is like Daniel 10. Is, you know, what happened to him the moment he had that angel appear to him, he, his batteries went flat as well. And he just fell. He was like dead on the ground. This happens to me now. And, uh, and I just see these letters. And um, eventually Maud says, comes in. She says, here's a glass of some, something just, um, just to give you a little bit of, of energy and then some vegetable soup. So I said, no, that's fine. I'll do that vegetable uh, thing. I had that. And a little bit later, I was awake. Well, from there onward, I was not to contact no man, no speak, no man except family members, blood family, and sworn to secrecy, and nobody knows what happened then. So let me leave that there, but the revelation is clear, and uh, it's for an appointed time. So therefore, in accordance with that, uh, I started the journey to put the word first and to get to the place where I need to be to help you to overcome during times of difficulty. Is what people don't know about it, but they will find out as we go along. I'm going to take a little bit of a difference of a, of a thing. Daniel made up his mind in Daniel 10. I'm not going to get into all of that now. Mort will speak to you about that, whoever. Uh, and and there's just, I just got one rule, no, um, no pleasant food, no delicacies. End of story. And uh, whatever is the pleasant food must, must be gone. And, um, and so I just stayed off the meat and all of that sort of stuff. But I made up my mind that's the way it's going to be like this. And I continue with my wife. So um, 
Ephesians chapter number one. I think that was a very good place to begin any, any chapter of the Bible. And, um, you know, just see what kind of revelation. Two signs of the eighth plague, a new beginning at the time of the darkness. And then what happens is when 10 is completed, 10 is also the number of completion. Okay, completion of what God wants man to live like and completion of that 10 plagues. Whilst nine is actually the last of the single digits is also a completion. So it's a completion to completion of what? The 10 commandments. So I will not say a word to anybody, uh, but the only thing perhaps um, I, I, I may mention is that Five times in my life I had experience, and this one was the most powerful of the lot. And uh, I came out of it and sat down. I had to get to, to a normal, normal thing and switch on television, look at the people. I see two people of each. One is saved, and the second face is unsaved. Next guy comes up saved or unsaved. Look at his face, look at the other face. No, he's not saved. And he's looking at television. And I'm sitting there, I think, Go outside, take a walk with the dogs, talk with the family. So I called the family and said, just, just, just be normal with me. And from there, I never, ever spoke to nobody again. Well, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints, saints is not just a select few. If you are bought by the blood of Jesus, washed, name written in the book of life, and uh, you received eternal life. Your body is temple of the Holy Spirit. You're a saint. Okay? Because that's wrong. It's a heresy to call anything else alone. You know, it's like um, the 144 of Revelation 7. The saints who are in Ephesus, we know the principle of the Bible, that uh, one of the tests I had to, in an oral test was, you know, the book of James, was it written to Israel or to, just to who was it actually? I said to everybody. I mean, it's just common sense to everybody. All right, you pass the test. But to the saints who are at Ephesus and faithful in Christ. Now, it gets a little closer to you, faithful. Everybody say faithful. How can you be faithful in Christ? And Christ is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. And Christ is the name in the Greek which refers to the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So you have an increase of anointing an increase of anointing authority, just that much, no more than that. Anointing authority, for what? That's not for me to say. Um, grace to you and peace. Well, you know what, Pastor, that means I do whatever I want. You better watch out. Grace teaches you to live a godly life, to follow this book. And if this book says negative, that means negative. Well, you know, I think I must have my genetic code changed. Did you know your genetic code? All over it, over and over, millions of times, every single cell you carry in your body has got a code, a coding list. And uh, it, it is simply the coding list, Yod Chei the name of the Almighty God, stamp of the Creator, in your genetic stream. Well, be as it may. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? 
when you say amen, it's from the word aman, which is Hebrew, so is the truth, or so be it. Aman is faith. Who blessed a few people, they were called saints, with, uh, you know, those, those few people with every spiritual blessing in the heaven is Christ Jesus. Do you think I need new pair of glasses? Is there something wrong with these? Who blessed, what does it say? Us. How many us is I in this place? We see. Okay. How many of you think you're included with that blessed us? Okay. That's it. That's it. That means in some other translation it says us all, but it means us all. It's a collective uh, noun referring to absolutely everybody. It takes this book, reads it, and believes it. With what? A few of the spiritual blessings. With what? Every spiritual blessing. Everybody say every. So what have we got? We got every spiritual blessing. You know, we didn't begin with this after my experience for the rest of the week. I was a bit wonky, but I recovered as I went along and, and uh, adapted to the Daniel fast. But, uh, but once that is fine, I started walking around and sat with the family and, and came out of the study closet and whatever, and so we just... Um, but how many spiritual blessings have been given to us? Every. Everybody say every. Everybody say all. Now, you know, 2021 means all for you, means every for you. Now, if you come to church just to hear those words, you've got enough fuel in the tank to take you for the rest of the year. Because before you leave this place, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Somebody asked me a question in the week. I don't know where. I don't know. But and you asked me a question. says, you know, there are two white horses in Revelation. I said, yes. So what's the first one? What's the second one? I said, do you know? Well, explain. Well, first one. What do we talk about? Why do we wear the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts? Wrong. How many fiery darts? All the fiery darts of the enemy. So the first horse rider has, has a bow and he has got no arrows. It's the end of the age. He's got no more shooting power. See, so first horse that comes out, there are actually four of them. And then the next one's the red one, which is war. And of course, the third one is the plagues and famine that goes with. It. And finally, the pale horse, which is really the Greek chloros, like a very badly colored swimming pool. I hope your one doesn't look like that. But it'll remain, remind you every time you come to a pool, you see a pool like that, you know you better get rid of that. You better say amen or oh my, or come for prayer afterwards. Now, I know there's going to be a queue at the pool shops tomorrow. That's fine. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly Christ, in, 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 in Christ, just as he chose some of us in him. All. Is that right? Who? Do you, do, do you believe? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Say All. If you believe to Jesus Christ, you definitely say all. Let me see your hand too. Now we need to build this foundation because I realize I cannot cover this in one session. I'm going to need a few sessions. Well, in fact, I need, 
I need a week. Uh, okay, fine. There is a there is a there is a fire conference coming. Chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. The Word was before all things. The letters were the letters of fire by which He created. If Philip is listening to me, get that fire letters, and I was able to get a graphic of it. Just get it ready and show it to the people. I won't even know, but anyway, let it be ready. That we should be holy and without blame. That we should do just as well as we think. After the de death of Joshua in that generation, every man did as seemed good in his own eyes. Well, they had a couple of people that migrated. They came down from Sodom and Gomorrah. Another people that came from um, all over the the north, south, east, west of the promised land, and uh, they had a couple of idols with them. God said, there will be thorns in your side. They will be pricks in your eyes. Right, you know, just watch out, just get, get out of the way. It cost, cost King Saul his authority. What did he do? He did listen to the word. Prophet of God spoke the word. He ignored it. I've seen that many times. I know when the Spirit of God tells me, tells someone something. I know when he doesn't. For everything, I have to have permission. Otherwise, just don't say a word. And I'll talk about rugby. Talk about Grand Prix or whatever. Dogs, cats, birds. That we should be holy and without blame before him in, uh, whatchamacallit, what? Love. Galatians 5, 6, faith works by love. So if you don't love, you're wasting your time. Pray a prayer of somebody because you love, but there are more. That's why I'm going to need these sessions to take you through them all. And I don't care about time because if I see my time is running out, I just continue tomorrow. But, oh, well, you know, I just know, Pastor, you don't know that, you know, I got a dog and a cat that's very lonely. Oh, really? Having predestined us. In other words, God is present, past, and future. Well, who are you? I'm a pastor. Oh, you're not a presenter. And you're not a futureter. Pastorology, presentology, and futurology. Now, where are you? Past. What am I speaking about? Pharaoh. Read the Hebrew Bible and listen to the pronunciation. Pharaoh. Having predestined us to adoption. That means we got a father. I said we got a father. Abba father. As sons by Jesus Christ to himself. Himself. The bridegroom has got something called the bride. They're called the body of Christ, but they're also called the bride of Christ, whatever that be, because there's a covenant that makes thee two to one. Well, you know what? I'll come for um, the fire conference, then I'll get some oil. You better watch out at the moment. We might be gone by then. You'll be looking for oil. You know, five wise, five foolish virgins. And Jesus spoke about that from Matthew 24. Adoption by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. 
it's his will that you be in that position. I said to you, I put the word first here. That's why I say read the Bible. I've read my Bible. I said my past is a picture this week of my Bible. And I've gone through the first one, fell apart. Second one, I was able to hide away. Third one, just got legs and feet, disappeared. Got a new one, it faded. But before I could put it away, it got legs and feet and it disappeared. Then I got one left. So I thought, okay, fine. Um, you know, I need to do a Bible inspection of my pastors by the end of the year. Right? Well, I think, how about me getting your Bible and taking a look there? Don't worry, I'm not cruel. But if God says, renew your mind by the renewing of the, what? By the word. What does Isaiah 55, 11 says? My thoughts, not your thoughts. My words, not your word. How do I get the word in here? James 1. Receive with me, and Peter 2. Receive with me that the engrafted word, again from the Old Testament, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. So I'll make a new covenant with the house of Israel. I will write my laws in their hearts, not their heads. Heads must be renewed because we've been thinking a long time in the wrong direction, therefore we don't have prayers that are answered. Why do you pray? You're, because you ask a mess. Well, James said so. It's all in there. So let's find out how we can pray and get some power into this year. You're going to need it or you're all going to need it. The pleasure of his will. Now that word will is very important in the Bible. Because whatever is the will of God, you can loose and against the will you can bind, prohibit. So I pray for, um, you know, anybody, Daryl. Let's say, for example, pray for Daryl for your lungs. I can lose healing right now in Jesus' name to your lungs. That sound like it makes sense? And here floats around a brainless thing called a virus. I can bind that thing and prohibit it from going there. We have authority. I said we have authority. Now, there are certain people who are in certain of the five-fold offices that have peculiar anointings connected to the office in which they actually stand, not just a role for fulfilling, stand in. I'm not talking about a stand in. And so you fulfill that role in the absence of another one. You have to get ready, start building the, the anointing. When the mantle falls, you've got to be there and not say, what on earth happened to me now? To the praise of the glory of His grace. Well, thank God that morning, this morning I got a word called grace in place. Well, grace is so good, I can do just whatever I want, once saved, always saved. I can go now sit in the corner and smoke and drink and get besozzled. Is that the right word? Walk down the road with a half jack sticking out the back pocket. That's okay, I'm saved now. Very saved. Which, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. 
How are we accepted in the beloved? First of all, first and foremost, accept Jesus. When you got Jesus, you became acceptable. If you're in Christ Jesus, you're into his body. But how do you get into his body? By a covenant. How come that happened? Because you are in covenant. And the only, only, only one that could be in one body with him is his bride. Like Maud and I married only 50 years. But we're one. So I can at any moment in time say, this is what I see. I can't hide it from you. We're one. You do that. I do this. Okay. I want to go to chapter number three. Two, one, one, verse 13. 15, I should say. Chapter number one, verse 15. You can expect a lot of word this week. Because that'll set you going and get you in the right direction. And when you are in the direction and you've got the navigation, then you need some action. Like Smith Wigglesworth said over and over in a sermon he preached. Here's his total sermon. Faith is acting. I said, faith is acting. Faith is acting. He goes up and down. Faith is acting. Now they were listening and expecting a revelation. Faith is acting. Well, what is he saying? Well, you know what? He only raised 14 people from the dead by the power of God. Not his power, his power. God's power. What does he say? A man like that. Faith. What about it? Action. Faith without action is dead. Well, Pastor, I just want you to pray for me right now. I'm just sitting here at home. So very comfortable. I'm here in the comfort zone. I'm sitting here in the bed. And, you know, I've got something nice. This, this, yet I can drink and... Uh, you know, I got my Daniel fast going, and uh, it looks good. You know, hubby brought in some nice stuff for me. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to eat that. I chew along as the sermon goes along. Before the end of the sermon, I'm fast asleep. That was very nice. I'm talking to you, yes. You're on the internet watching me. Well, you know, it's not convenient. Well, do you think it's convenient when you get in trouble? Do you want to have light? On your, the word says, the entrance of your word brings light, life, and revelation. Let's get to it. Therefore, also after I heard, verse 15 of the same chapter, of your, fill it in, please. What? I heard of your faith. Everybody say faith. I'm reading New King James, by the way. I know that you're on LNTL, New Living Translation. Most of you are, because that's one we think is easy for everybody to understand. But bear with me, I'm looking for closest to the Greek when I talk to you. Love and faith in one sentence. I heard of your love for who? The saints. That's the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones. I do not give thank, uh, cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Now we got faith, we got love, and we got prayer. And you're going to have another full tank of petrol. You've got two tanks full of petrol now. Might as well say amen. Otherwise, you're going to have to say, oh my. Well, you have another choice. You could either quickly drain the sewing pool or else. You're going to be reminded every day. Making mention of you in my prayers, key words. Notice what God is saying in his word. I don't know if they have that picture of my Bible and uh, the others. 
the boys were saying, oh, it was mine, 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 mine. You know, there's some movie that says mine, 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 mine. And uh, if they have that, just put it on the back there. If they don't have it, I'll lay hands on them directly after the service. Amen. TB, will you please go and help? And make sure they get it there. Otherwise, you're also in trouble with it. Um, making mention of you in my prayers. Everybody say prayers. Everybody say faith. Everybody say love. Everybody say prayers. That the God of our Lord. You can fill in. Jesus Christ. What we call the hypostatic union, the unification of deity and humanity in one person, Jesus Christ. Well, look at that now. There we are at last. Here is my second Bible, when the Lord took hold of me. And that's just, I just took a page and I took a picture and sent it to the pastors and said, I think I must have Bible examination by the end of the year. Oh, pastor. After that, I won't need Bible school. You better know you won't need Bible school. You're going to teach in Bible school. Might as well say amen. Or yes, you say amen. Oh, my. Well, you know, Pastor Harold, you know, I find it very difficult. My Bible is right on the top rack. Oh, really? Get a ladder. Oh, I don't have one. Get somebody who hasn't got one. Nobody near me. Get a man and sit on his shoulders. Oh, no, there's nobody around. There's not a man around. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I grew up like me. I grew up with a mother and four and three sisters. Here's a problem again. Then take a bunch of stuff, stack it up, and get the Bible down and start reading and marking. And you know how I look at my pages. I remember every page, you know, as I look at it, that, that happens to be from Revelation, and that's 21. Well, you know what? I don't even know what is Revelation chapter 21. No, I will no, I won't ask anybody. Okay, so let's go on. Because what he now says is the word prayers. Everybody says prayers. So now you need to understand that no, there's not a prayer in the Bible that's the word of God that the Holy Spirit did not inspire. Are you how many of you are hearing what I'm saying? It wouldn't be in the Bible except the Holy Spirit inspired it. See? So what follows now is Holy Spirit to the church. From the book of Romans to the book of Revelation 22. You're in the year 22. How many chapters in the final book? 22. How much for the world? Double portion, trouble, darkness. Well, tell me about that. Well, here's some locusts. Here's some stormy water. See how they come in. But what does water mean? It means refreshing, times of refreshing. You can go bath there. You look a little bit funny in that big dam. I'll look for you around. I don't know. Like looking for a needle in a haystack. Well, and then what, what happens if I don't get into the Word? Then there's another book. I'm just thinking this present darkness. I know that the whole world lies in the sway of the evil one. I know that Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 says... The God of this age has blinded the minds of the people. 
I need to just get finished on this prayer. I got like two, three, four minutes and I'm finished. I do not cease to give thanks to you. It's very important all the time as you pray. Study this prayer. Mark this prayer. Now, when I came to the Lord, listen to what I'm saying. I prayed this, the two prayers in this book, thousands of times. Never stop praying. One day, boom, my eyes are open and I begin to see things. How many times you pray it in the year that's gone by? Thousands of times. Suddenly, precisely happens what, what I'm busy praying because it's the Holy Spirit inspired words. Making mention of you in my prayers. Okay, here, here we say, what, what, what are we praying about? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, God the Father of glory. What is it that we want? What's the petition? May give to, you know, the senior pastor only. Well, some of the pastors. Maybe all of the pastors. Maybe the Bible school. Say amen or oh my. In Hebrew you'd say oy vey. May give to you what? First on the list for the church is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Let me just conclude reading that part. I'll talk a little bit and then we carry on from there. You won't want to miss a session whatsoever if you want to have a real good year of 22. The alternative, I'm not even, I don't even think. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may ginosko know what is the hope of his calling. In other words, the purpose of what you exist for, what you're supposed to be doing, his calling for your life. What are the riches of his glory in the inheritance of the inheritance in the saints. What is the exceeding greatness of his power? The Greek words change all the time here. Towards us who believe. Now I wonder how many people believe this morning still at this point. Let me see your hands right now. Do you still believe? Right. According to the working of his mighty, another Greek word, mighty power. What kind of mighty power is, he, is the Lord talking about when he prays and he wants us to pray? That, uh, that's the power that he worked. Another key word, energeia. He released that energy. What for? To raise Christ from the dead. So God give you to be strengthened according to the power that God used to raise Christ from the dead. Well, you know, I don't know if I can cast a demon out. Well, Pastor Al, you, 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 you know, you, I got this, this bug that sits in my, in my toe. That power is the power that completely knocked the devil and every demon that exists out. Might as well say amen. Now, here in this huge revelation, because We've got to start thinking what we're reading. It's the year of the Word. So this is the Word. Strengthened with power, according to the power, wherewith He raised. This, this is the analogy. This power is actually in existence. That's the power that you use to raise Jesus from the dead. You get it on the inside of you. Why? Because you are 
part of the bride of Christ, you're covered in with him, and you're called therefore the body of Christ. Okay. Well, that's the body of Christ. And he's the head. All the power is in the head. Quite right. He's the great creator. All the power is the head. But do you know that if I look at, uh, let's say anybody, let's say Mort. I'm going to use Mort for example. I get a baseball bat afterwards, but it's okay. Her body is sitting here. Do you think her head is sitting there? Do you think your body is here and your head is floating over there? What's, 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 what's going on here? Everybody say connected. With what? Something that caused Jesus Christ to be raised from the dead. Connected to him. Try and keep you in a grave in the last hour. You're part of the word. Only problem is you're strong as you are because of the word. And because of just that particular point, I'll explain that to you. Should you just come here, please? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, a confident partner, just come here quickly. Otherwise, I float here and you float there. It's just, you know, you know what I just explained to the people there. There's a song called, You're My Special Angel. Well, now, according to the power wherewith he raised Christ from the dead. So therefore, now I'll tell you about this. Now watch this. Tonight. Close the service, please. He's going to come home just now. <laughs> Praise God. Father, this morning, may this word enrich, empower, enlighten every person here. Lord, I want to pray Ephesians 1.18 over every single person, that the eyes of their understanding may be opened, that they will receive into their hearts, into their spirits, the revelation and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the power of God may come upon them, empower them to be more powerful in your service than ever before. Father, I pray now that the light of God will just shine in and upon everyone. And Lord, that they will come to know, to know, to deeply understand that you are in them, they are in you, you are one with us. We ask this morning that you touch everyone. Lord, I want to pray for every physical body this morning, that you will just strengthen the physical bodies. Sometimes in this fast, we, we kind of lose track of where we are. But Father, I want to pray that you will position everybody in your perfect will. That this time, every person will discover your perfect will, your perfect purpose for their lives, and you will give them direction. And I know that it comes with powerful correction, not something that we always want to have, but Father God, something that we need as you direct us along the paths of righteousness. We give you all the honor and all the glory, and everybody said, Amen. God bless you. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.